It's been about six months since I started the Bells and Whistles Theater, which is kind of the creative home of this podcast now. It's where I release all the upcoming episodes, extra scenes, and standalone short stories. I'm working on my second short story now. And if you're curious about how things are going with the podcast, if I will keep podcasting, uh, and if I am able to survive as a creator, I have just published a free episode of my In the Wings Behind the Scenes podcast, where I discuss um, how I feel about the Bells and Whistles Theater in the Lesbian Romantic Podcast and its future right now. So if that interests you, go to patreon.com slash lesbianromantic and sign up for free, and you'll have access to that um, episode of my behind-the-scenes podcast. All right, let's get to this episode. Welcome to the Lesbian Romantic Podcast. This is The Diva Story, Part 13. Hannah was afraid to make a sound. The empty red velvet seats around her made her feel exposed. She was sitting in a small balcony on the right side of the theater hall, all by herself. There were other balconies where other people were taking their seats, but not many. They were probably sponsors or patrons like Hannah. Maybe friends and family of the cast, too? Below them, on the ground floor... A few more people were scattered across the first few rows. They all had music stands with lights set up in front of them. Hannah assumed these people were working for the opera company. She would have to ask Millie about it later. The orchestra was already in the pit and tuning the instruments. Hannah looked down at her phone. She hadn't switched it off yet. She had sent Millie a message to let her know she had made it in time. She was hoping for a reply, but there wasn't one. Not yet, at least. Hannah wondered what Millie was doing. Was she warming up her voice backstage? Was she nervous and scared? Hannah tapped on the screen of her phone absentmindedly, sending an encouraging message to Millie would be silly, right? She didn't want to belittle her. She still couldn't believe how much Millie had opened up last night. It was like Millie had let her guard down now that they were both out of New York City. Hannah's lips curved up. She ignored the fluttering in her stomach. Millie had also looked so different. Hannah felt like she had seen the real Millie for the first time. A beautiful young woman with long dark hair and a shy smile. 
She had always thought these opera divas looked their absolute best on stage, in their fancy dresses and wearing all that dramatic makeup. But when she had seen Millie sitting in the booth at the restaurant, with her hair down and in a simple blouse, Hannah had realized Mildred North was even more beautiful when she was just Millie. Her heart had been racing while she followed the hostess to the table. Everything after that was a bit of a blur. Hannah remembered everything that had been said, but while it was happening, she had not understood any of it. Why am I being so open about the freaks online? No. I mean, Why do I feel so I bad about Millie's co-worker flirting with her? You're welcome to come to the dress rehearsal. I can reschedule these two appointments and make it to the dress rehearsal. Yeah, I think I can make it. Great. In the hall, the orchestra's tuning was over. The atmosphere changed. The lights dimmed. Hannah checked her phone one last time. Nothing. She frowned and switched it off. The music started before Hannah had even realized the conductor had walked into the pit. There had been no applause. Then again, there was no real audience. After a few minutes, the curtains opened and Hannah saw a man walking around on stage. It looked like he was measuring things. Hannah wondered when Millie would be on stage for the first time. When the man started singing, Hannah looked for the translation of what he was saying. She was used to having subtitles roll by on the seat in front of her at the Met. Here, the translation of the text was displayed above the stage. She settled in and followed the dialogue between the man and a woman, his lover apparently, who had just joined him. Hannah couldn't help wondering if this was the co-worker Millie had talked about. She studied the woman, who was dressed in a maid's uniform and was now wrapping herself around the man. I guess not, Hannah thought. She arched an eyebrow at the banter on stage. This opera seemed a bit different than other operas she had seen. It seemed lighter, more playful. The characters were hopping around cheerfully, winking at each other and teasing each other. There was even an undeniable sexual charge between them. The man ran his hand over the woman's leg, all the way up her skirt. Huh, Hannah thought. Can't imagine the Houston Opera came up with that. She made herself a bit more comfortable in her chair. Maybe Mozart is more interesting than I thought. There was no sign of Millie for now. Hannah still felt herself being pulled into the story, though. She even laughed out loud several times. She couldn't remember ever enjoying an opera like it was a movie. But she was right now. Well, 
maybe it felt more like a musical, with all the singing and everything. I bet Millie would slap me if I ever compared opera to a musical, Hannah thought. Then, out of nowhere, suddenly, a new character stumbled onto the scene. Hannah tilted her head, thinking the young man looked awfully familiar. His dark hair was combed back. His tan white suit fit him perfectly, but also revealed curves in unexpected places. Oh my god. It wasn't a man. It was Millie, dressed like one. Hannah sat up, her lips parted. On stage, Millie had grabbed the maid's hand. She was half talking, half singing, like all the singers did when there were dialogues. Hannah was too stunned to read the subtitles. Millie bent down on her knee and seemed to be begging for something. Her hair looked so much shorter, her face so different. She kissed the hand of the other singer and stared at her longingly. Hannah felt something stir in her chest. She seems to have no trouble with her acting today, she thought. Hannah reminded herself that was supposed to be a good thing. On the stage, Millie slid closer and wrapped her arms around her co-worker's legs, now also running her hands over bare skin. What kind of opera is this? Hannah was happy to see the other character pushing Millie aside, who got back up on her feet and hurried away. She walked like a man, her steps wide and steady. The music picked up, and Millie took in a deep breath. When Millie started singing, Hannah finally felt like she recognized something about her. Her voice was so beautiful. It was warm and a bit darker, lower than the voices of the other female singers. Hannah looked up to read what Millie was singing. Her brow jumped up. Every woman changes my temperature. Every woman makes my heart beat faster. Really, this opera was quite something. A bit later, Millie suddenly burst out in one last happy sentence, smiling proudly. She looked like a triumphant young boy, her arms stretched out widely. Her first aria was over. Hannah raised her hands to start clapping. The story continued immediately, though, and everyone else in the hall was quiet. So Hannah sat back in her seat and folded her hands in her lap. After that, she tried to follow the storyline without letting Millie out of her sight too much. That proved to be difficult. Millie was on stage almost non-stop now, and the story advanced quickly. This is an important role, Hannah thought. No wonder this is such a big deal for her. The opera continued to be light and playful, and Millie's character was a bit of a clown. 
quite a few funny moments later. The curtains closed and the orchestra stopped playing. Hannah looked up bewilderedly. Was it over already? She looked around. Most of the staff on the ground floor stayed in their seats. Ah, of course, there was a short break between the acts. Hannah leaned on the balcony railing and looked down. She secretly hoped to catch a glimpse of Millie, but she didn't see anyone from the cast. The conductor was already raising his arms in the air again. The curtains opened and a new character was revealed to Hannah. A beautiful, elegant woman with blonde hair like an angel or a movie star sat on a bed. This must be the Countess, Hannah thought. The Count in the story cheated non-stop, and Hannah wondered how on earth that was possible with such a beautiful wife. I sure as hell never would be that stupid. She was moved by the Countess, who sang beautifully about lost love and her disrespectful husband. Suddenly, Millie was pushed onto the stage again. She stumbled in front of the Countess and stared at her, blushing profoundly. Hannah narrowed her eyes. She had a feeling this was the scene Millie had been talking about. On stage, the Countess was giving Millie a seductive look. Millie in turn looked like a love-struck puppy. Their gazes held for several long moments while talking, or singing, or whatever this in-between dialogue thing was. Hannah clenched her teeth. Had Millie lied to her, she wondered? She started repeating Millie's words in her mind. She didn't want to get distracted, Millie had said and she wasn't comfortable with her co-worker looking at her in any other way than was strictly professional. Hannah stared at the red letters of the subtitles above the stage. Millie had never actually said she didn't like the Countess, or the singer playing the Countess. They're all just acting, she told herself. But what she saw on stage seemed so real. Millie was singing alone again. It was a beautiful aria. She seemed to have more confidence now and was openly throwing flirtatious glances at the Countess. No, Millie seemed to have no problem at all playing her character today. Except... Hannah wasn't sure Millie was still actually acting. She leaned back in her chair and pinched the bridge of her nose. The back of her neck was tingling. God, I'm so stupid, she thought. She had told Millie to think of someone else she liked. Clearly, that had been the worst advice ever. Millie had just needed to admit to herself she liked her co-worker. And by the looks of it, Millie had done just that. Hannah knew she should be happy for Millie. But her stomach felt heavy. 
She thought of their conversation the night before. They had been so comfortable together. Hannah had felt so at ease. Have you seen a waiter? Hannah asked. No, now that you mention it, I haven't seen anyone. Hannah checked the time on her phone. She moved to the side of the bench and stuck her head out of the booth. She spotted a waiter a few tables down and waved. Once the guy had met her gaze and nodded, she pushed herself back up. I think someone's coming over. Millie was gazing at the table. Sorry about the horrible service. I was told this was a great place. Millie didn't reply. Her eyes were still fixed on the table. Hannah ran a hand through her hair nervously. Millie? Oh, right, sorry, I was just... Hello, ladies, sorry for the wait. Can I offer you a drink on the house? Hannah smiled. I'm not going to say no to that. A gin and tonic, please. Okay. She looked at Millie expectantly. Do you have a good virgin cocktail or something? Of course, we've got a wonderful virgin mojito. I'll take that. Okay. The waiter nodded and tapped on his tablet. He tucked away the device in the pouch on his belt and handed them the menus he had been holding under his arm. There you go. Hannah accepted the thick, leather-bound menu. I'll be right back. She was eyeing Millie, though. A virgin mojito? No water? She couldn't stop herself from teasing Millie about it. Is that wise? Millie looked up from the menu. What? Hannah grinned. Partying hard with virgin mojitos on a school night? Millie's dark brown eyes widened. For a second, Hannah thought Millie didn't think it was funny. But then the singer put down her menu and grinned back. I guess you have a bad influence on me. Hannah snorted. Oh, really? Have I seduced you into a life of sin and sugary drinks? Millie rolled her eyes. Hey now, rolling your eyes at your patron isn't very polite. Millie blushed. Sorry, I... No, Hannah interrupted her, laughing. I deserved that. Please, we're past this whole formal relationship thing, right? The red of Millie's cheeks deepened. Yes, of course. I'd like you to think of me as... Hannah paused. A friend. She saw the muscles in Millie's neck move as Millie swallowed slowly. Okay, I will. I do. Thank you. Hannah smiled contentedly. She had found a way to connect with Millie. They had found a way to make this work. They had something unique together. Something special. A jolt running up her spine brought Hannah back to reality. Her heart was pounding in her chest.
Her eyes drifted to the stage. Millie had finished with her aria. Someone in the audience on the ground floor was clapping. Hannah looked at the countess, who was standing only a few feet away from Millie. Hannah didn't need binoculars to see the warm and proud smile on the woman's face. The sudden extra tightness in her chest spoke volumes. There was no way around it. She had to admit this to herself. She had to get this under control. Hannah closed her eyes. She just sat in her chair, very still, her heart throbbing in her ears. Admit it, she told herself. Her stomach tightened. I'm jealous. Hannah opened her eyes again. Her jaw dropped. On stage, the countess and the maid were undressing Millie. Millie giggled, looking uncomfortable and amused at the same time. What is this? This opera is insane, Hannah thought. When Millie stepped out of her pants and held her hands in front of her in an attempt to hide her masculine underwear, Hannah felt another jolt run up her spine. This one wasn't cold, though. This time, heat spread throughout her body. Her palms went sweaty. You have got to be kidding me, Hannah thought, struggling to control her body's response to seeing Millie's bare legs. You have got to be freaking kidding me. This was part 13 of The Diva Story. Thank you to museopen.org. That's M-U-S-Open.org. This awesome non-profit organization recorded the overture of The Marriage of Figaro and made it available in the public domain. That's why I was able to add it to this episode. Thank you to you, listeners, who bought me a coffee these last weeks. Thanks to you, I was able to splurge on a license for the Carobino aria you heard in this episode. I thought it was about time we really gave Millie a voice, right? You can find more info about the recording in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening, and I will see you next week. (laughs) 